everybody. This is not going to be a long episode. I've been working pretty hard um, getting my writing done. Um, trying to push through the second book and at least get a first draft done by the end of February. Obviously, there's a week left. I don't think I'm going to come close, but I, I'm still pushing and I want to at least get as much done as I possibly can. That and work's been difficult. Um, and then there's some other things that are behind the scenes that are a little bit time consuming and, and just things I have to deal with. So this is more of an update than anything else. Um, there is something that I, I could talk to you about. Uh, it actually is regarding the book and actually the first book and then hopefully the others to follow. This is something that I was kind of wondering about doing even from the get-go when you're first writing it when you're first writing when I was first writing it uh and then coming up with the concept and and um all of the the characters and the storyline and everything I didn't ever really pay attention to who would be the target audience at least not in the way that was definitive I guess I was looking at getting the same kind of audience as like um, the Harry Potter series and uh, Percy Jackson, like that genre, not their fans. <laughs> that would be great. But it was, it was that, it was that kind of genre. And, and for that age, didn't really think of age because when I look at those books, I've read those books and I read them, I would say late teens into my twenties and, and later. So Books like that, I don't really think have an age to them, and they're kind of, they have a mass appeal. And I kind of wanted that for for mine, but then I realized, you know, after going through the whole process, that it, it needs to be more definitive, especially when you're trying to market it to uh, publishers or even agents. Um, that's another thing we'll go over in a second. Um, so I I didn't know exactly what to do. Until I wrote the book and had it edited, um, I thought it would fit in young adult, but now I think it it actually does fit more in middle grade. It, it, kids are more mature nowadays. My daughter can read books like this, so it makes more sense for it to be that age group and up. However, there are scenes in the book that I held back because of age limits. And I think that the future of the series would benefit from a couple different rewrites. So in an earlier podcast episode, I don't know, maybe even two years ago, I talked about this uh, zombie story and how I was, I was doing it three ways and uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, 
don't know why I say that. <laughs> I always say it doesn't really matter. It does matter. Uh, I was doing it three different ways. I was doing like a, like kind of a horror and then um, like a fantasy and then and something else. I can't remember. Um, so I was kind of thinking about doing something like that for the Guardians of the Twelve series. Now, looking at the concept in my head, which obviously you can't do, <laughs> and most of you haven't read it, so um, that's impossible. But looking at what I've done and what's going on in the future of the stories, I want to, I believe, here's what I want to do. Okay, so the first set is going to be um, targeted towards the middle grade. So you're, you're going to have somewhat of a, like a Harry Potter slash, um, what did I say before? Percy Jackson kind of feel to it. You know, it's, it, it goes for a, a wide audience. Um, but as far as publishers and agents are concerned, it's middle grade. So the hope is that it will be uh, extended, obviously. Um, then I was thinking, uh, it could be a really dark book as well or at least a very adult content filled book. And, you know, the, the situations and suspense can be a lot more mature. So I was thinking of doing another series or a rewrite of the first book for adults and for people that, you know, and that, that could be young adults. It could be an up, you know, whatever. I I know plenty of kids and my, my, my daughter, my oldest daughter is 10. And most of her friends have seen like all the Marvel movies and you know, there's death and there's, there's violence and (laughs) there's language. Uh, You know, there has, Oh, crying out loud. Um, The elementary school when um, what's that series that came out uh, with the guys in the masks and the big doll that, that shoots things (laughs) or, or, you know, the red light, green light. Uh, What was that? Uh, Squid games. There were kids in second and third grade who were raving about that show. That's not a kid's show. So really, it's, you know, I'm talking about adult themed, but honestly, kids can get their hands on it too. It's just, it's a matter of like for my creative process and for seeing this story in multiple multiple, um, scenarios, I guess. So it's all going to be the same story, which is going to be different content within the stories. And then I was thinking either doing a young adult where you have more of um, a theme of, um, I don't know, you know what? I really don't want to do that. Um, maybe I would work with an artist and do like a graphic novel, which is the original concept for the book anyway, or I'll do um, a young children's version of it. And, you know, it, but I don't know if that'll work so well. I'm not positive what the other one will be. Maybe we'll just do two different versions. I don't know. Um, and this is more of like, I'm, I've been thinking about it and then I'm rethinking about it in front of you right now. So <laughs> you're welcome. Welcome to the process. Um, at, at the very least, I'd like to do two different versions. So I have the, the first book as it is right now, middle grade and up, and then another version, which is darker. Um, that doesn't mean I'm stopping with the progression of the books right now, because I need to continue with this first edition. I need to continue with the second book and continue hopefully with the third and the fourth. 
um, right afterwards. If not, at least get the second done before I even start considering um, plot points and, and stuff and, and changes to make for the adult version of the first book. Um, obviously, this isn't even out there yet. So, you know, unless I know you and you've asked for it, you don't have a copy. Um, but if you want one, I mean, at this point, I'm kind of just like, you know, I don't know. Let me know. If you want one, go to No Green Eggs podcast on Instagram, send me a private message, and uh, I'll consider it. Um, yeah. So I think that's where we're going to be with the book itself. And um, speaking of the book and agents, um, my wife happened to be the the personal escort for a and not in the dirty way uh, she drove she picked up this uh this author slash writer that's the same thing author slash artist from uh, the train station to take her to uh, our daughter's school because there was a pta slash whatever thing and the woman was giving a presentation and you know signing books and it was a really cool thing and so my wife was actually the one, she actually volunteered because she's the PTA president to go pick the the woman up and and take her and you know, she brought her snacks and stuff just to like keep her, you know, occupied and, and, um, I don't know, well nourished and, <laughs> um, satiated. I, what, what am I saying? <laughs> she had water. So she wasn't, uh, I, I can't think there's other things going on in my life right now that are making my mind just a little bit fuzzy. Um, so. Anyway, the woman was very gracious to give my wife, um, cause she wanted to know like everything about what was going on with my wife and, you know, different things. And we, you know, have breakwater and all these fun things that we're doing and these interests that we have. And so she talked to her about me and, uh, and, and her artwork. Um, but the woman was very gracious to give my wife like this whole rundown of like sites to check out, organizations to join and, um, publishers to look at that that bypass agents and then even like agents where you can send in queries and stuff she wasn't giving like um here this is my friend talk to them they'll get you a book deal it was no this is look it's a hard process but here's some tools to help you get to it you know at least to to give you a better edge on it and so really grateful about that and I have this whole thing going. And like I said, just a few minutes ago or a few moments ago, there are publishers that will bypass agents that you don't have to have an agent in order to, to, to see them or for them to see your work. It's just a lot of work. Um, these people see up to 25,000, um, queries a year. And like, and we're talking per agent. You know, but people are writing, which is great. You know, people are writing, they're trying to get out there. That's fantastic. But for the most part, like they'll scan it for a couple of seconds and then, you know, move on. So it's going to take a lot of buttering up my, you know, making my thing sparkle. And I don't know, it's, it's going to be interesting, but uh, that's, that came out wrong. <laughs> so my query letter needs to stand out. Let's just keep it at that. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, uh, it's a process. There's a lot to do. However, she gave some avenues of which, um, of which that I could take in order to, to get further along, hopefully. And it's just up to me. 
And that's great. It's fantastic. Uh, she wants to keep an open line of communication with my wife and maybe that'll help. Um, maybe we'll be able to do some other things with uh, breakwater with her. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, for the time being, we're kind of stuck with um, getting the book out there. And, you know, she mentioned self-publishing and that was a route that I was thinking about going, but it's a lot trickier nowadays. And I don't know. There's a lot of hurdles that I personally have to jump through in order to get my book in front of the right people, in order for somebody to look at my book. And I've, I've already heard from, from various um, agents who were very kind enough to not mix words and say what I am compared to what they're looking for. So, and it's, and unfortunately... It's not always about the material. So there's that. Uh, that's a big hurdle. You know, it's the, it's based on things that I can't control. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I'm trusting that this is uh, meant to be out there and it will get out there. It's just a matter of time and finding the right person to get behind it. So that's where we're at with the books um, and with the whole process. Um, it's really, as far as publishing goes, it's really no further along than before. However, I am more confident with these tools that I've been sent by this gracious, gracious author. So that's going to be, um, exciting to work with. Um, but just hopefully I'm a good steward of it and I'm able to, you know, do what I need to do to progress it. Um, and that's it. That's, um, kind of the update that I wanted to give. Sorry that I haven't been able to post the last couple of weeks. It's been busy and things have been going on. And um, yeah, uh, hopefully, no, I'll be able to record for next week. Um, I have my, uh, I'm a subcontractor and, or I should say an independent contractor for uh, a computer company, not computer company, IT company. <laughs> we provide IT services. Um but anyway, the person that owns the company that I, one of the companies that I subcontract for, um, they're in Colombia. So I have to, I'm heading up their, their organization while they're gone, but they'll be back this week. So hopefully I'll be able to, to record without any issues next week. Uh, I already have things lined up. I have, uh, an artist spotlight. I sent out, um, a link to a video to a couple people. Uh, of this artist and you can look them up if you want in the meantime i don't know if i should say it yeah it's fine uh it's a young man named ren gill r-e-n um and his last name is gill g-i-l-l and he's a what a wonderful musician slash songwriter um and singer uh he's from um across the pond it's, um, I can't remember where he lives now. I think he was born in Bath and, um, he's got a tremendous story. We're going to go over that next week. Um, uh, you know, geez, you got to check him out. Um, I'll, I'll give links and stuff next week when I, when I do this, but, uh, if you want to get a taste of how I got introduced to him. Okay. So I got introduced to him through a reaction video for another video. For another artist that I'm also going to feature at some point, um, this rapper who's amazing. And 
um, I got hooked into these, um, this YouTube channel with these two brothers that, that, uh, react to videos and stuff. And, and they're both musicians and have a history of, you know, um, studio work and stuff. And they were going over these songs for these, this other rapper. And then one of the suggested videos was for them about Ren. And that's how I got introduced. I was introduced on Friday or Thursday or Friday. And I've been hooked ever since. And I've been watching like everything he's put onto YouTube. And, and most of his content is all on YouTube because he's not exactly, he's under like a couple of private labels, but he's not big yet. Um, but he will be. And actually over the last couple of months, he, especially with this video called High Ren, uh, he's been blowing up. And if you want to check it out, it's on YouTube. His name is Ren. The video is called High Ren. And if you see a, a kid, young man, a kid to me, young man in a wheelchair with um, a guitar, that's the video. And it's a nine minute long video, nine minutes and 30 seconds. It's amazing. And it, look, it's not, he's not an artist that you're like, oh, this is very catchy. It's got hooks. It's going to be on radio and stuff like that. No, no, no. This is just creating for the creative process. No, that's stupid. <laughs> it's art. It's really art. Um, he's very talented and I hope he does the best thing, you know, that he deserves. Um, but there's other things that go that are going on in his life that he's dealing with right now with battles and stuff. And we'll go into that next week with an artist spotlight of Ren Gill. Look forward to that. I am, um, I'm trying to figure out if I can play the video. I know I physically can, I can play the video on and so you can hear it and stuff and we can break it down and go through it. Um, people do it all the time in reactions and they actually show the video, but I don't know if I can do it on this medium and not get a hard strike or get, you know, in trouble legally. So I have to figure that out in the process and maybe I won't do it or maybe we'll just do clips and we'll talk about it, some of the lyrics and stuff. I don't know. I'll figure it out. We'll get what we can and uh, we'll get in front of you. So next week, Artist Spotlight. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to interact Please, uh, on Spotify, I do ask questions and you can give answers and, you know, I'll talk about them or I'll read them on a future episode. Um, or you can send me a private DM on uh, Instagram, No Green Eggs Podcast. Okay. Uh, and that's it. Um, and then as, as far as other things going on, there's news that I've heard. Um, I'll give more of an update when I know more, probably in a couple of weeks. Um, that's more of a personal thing. but. Um, some of you that, that know me very well, like you have my number, um, you already know, but, um, for the rest of you, it's not like, I'm not positive. Everybody knows about it yet. So I don't want to mention it. <laughs> I don't want it to be, this is where they hear it. Except for my wife. She can hear all my news on my podcast because if she's not listening to my podcast then she doesn't deserve to listen or to hear what's going on with me. And that's just something that we've set straight since the beginning. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. Please let me sleep in our bed tonight. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, so until next time, uh, if you have any questions, concerns, whatever, please go to Instagram, send me a DM, 
No Green Eggs Podcast. And uh, until next time, see you, not see you.